0: Hello and welcome to the Chosen Brew Podcast. I'm your host, Ian McNally, And this is the podcast where guests talk their way through the six beers that changed everything. However, there is no guest this month. We're having a break at the Chosen Brew this month. Don't worry, we will be back next month. We've got a great guest lined up. But even though we don't have an episode, I just wanted to let you know about a couple of exciting things coming up uh, later this year at The Chosen Brew. I'm currently working on a new logo uh, because the hastily made clip art effort uh, that is currently in in fashion uh, is not the best. So I appreciate that. So (laughs) we're going to be formulating a new one and I've also been in discussions about having a live episode. My initial idea was to have a live episode where a guest could talk their way through the six beers that changed everything, whilst everyone else in the room gets to taste them along with the guest. That was my initial idea. That would be a, such a wonderful thing to happen, I think. So. Uh, if you'd be keen on something like that, please do let me know. If you've got any other ideas as well, because I have been talking to quite a few people around um, the different beers that have been mentioned on the podcast for the entire entirety of it and those beers that effectively made Australia and made the beer scene what it is today, then please do get in touch, um, thechosenbrewau at gmail.com. Or you can get in touch via the website, thechosenbrewau.com. Or you can message me on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. All of those things will get to me. So it'll be great to hear your ideas. But also it'd be great to know if you are a person with a venue which could be possible for it as well. Or you might want to be a a guest on the show or know someone who would be a great guest as well. So please help with all of those things. Be much appreciated. Hopefully as well, we can just have a chosen brew get together at some point. I'd love to meet you. And uh, clearly, if you listen to this, you're probably more passionate than I am about quality beer. So it'd be great to share a few beers and get together at some point. So we can certainly think about that as well. Again, if you think of an ideal venue, then please do get in touch. So in addition to The Chosen Brew, I also do make another podcast, which is very new and fresh, but it's so much fun to make. It's called The Wheel of Sport, and it's on Melbourne's newest sports podcast network called Turnstile. Essentially, we spin a wheel, which is a visual on an audio format, so not the smartest thing uh, to do, but it gives us a topic, and we end up talking about a sporting moment from the past. If you know about that moment already, it'll be nostalgic. If you don't, it'll be informative. It'll always be entertaining. And I make it with my friend Justin Price. We've only had a handful of episodes so far, but managed to cover... We've we've done World Cup moments. We've done Jean van der Velde's 1999... British Open Golf Tournament collapse on the 18th hole. We've done Eric Cantona versus the world. We've done the underarm bowling scandal against New Zealand at the MCG in 1981. We've also done Goran Ivanisevic's amazing wildcard entrance into the 2001 Wimbledon final. Essentially what we do is it we talk about the event. It's unscripted. We're really proud of that. And once we've had that conversation, told the story in the post edit, we'll put in the actual commentary from the event. um, So that really brings it to life. It's a fantastic listen, something that we're both very proud of. And I'm sure if you love uh, nostalgic journeys like The Chosen Brew, you'll like this podcast as well. So make sure I'll put the link in the show notes. There's many ways to listen it on um, across all good podcast platforms. So that'll be much appreciated as well. I might even play a clip just before the end as well. The last thing I want to say is thank you. I have great fun making this podcast. I love the process of it. And I love meeting people who are passionate about good beer. But I couldn't make the podcast if it wasn't for you. Thank you for listening and your support and making the podcast. It does make it worthwhile. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for rating it on iTunes and all those other platforms. Much, much appreciated. I'm sure we can share a beer soon. So stay tuned. And until the next episode, keep enjoying great beer and we'll speak soon. Here's a little clip from the Wheel of Sport. They're still playing at midnight. At midnight, yeah, on on a Sunday it's on a school night, school night, yeah. So, as people word gets around, more and more people start tuning in because it's so close. This frame now been going fifty-five minutes, the longest frame of the final. In another three minutes, it'll be the longest frame of the whole championship. Obviously, the pubs then on a Sunday were shut at ten o'clock, so people come home from the pub, they switch the TV on. It's so close. This game is still going on. Davis Taylor. Now the tension in the, in the Crucible Theatre. I have never known an atmosphere like this. John Williams, our referee, trying to keep the crowd in order. It's a horseshoe. The theatre. So the stage is kind of the the audience are, are sat around the table. It's quite, in- be. That's it's, <laughs> it's quite an intimidating and close encounter. And they've obviously put in a shift themselves, the audience. Oh, yeah. And they now. want the outcome. No. No. This is really unbelievable. And so the tension is amazing, but 18.5 million people stayed up till after midnight to watch the end of this game. Now, let's put that into context. 18.5 million people in a country of only 50 million people. That's a lot of people. It's a lot, it's a lot of people, now, especially watching snooker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, let's put this into context. How many people in Britain watched the World Cup final between Germany and Argentina? Not even fifteen million. Yeah, because England fans are giving up by then. They knew what the white was on the wall. So yeah, well, actually, that actually, is very impressive, though. That it, I I agree that it must. But the thing is, it's not because it's a snooker, is it? It's not because they've been kicked out of a pub. It's because this game's close in it that they want to come home and watch it. Oh, it's like such compelling television. Now you saying like, what well, is snooker even broadcast nowadays? And. Do you just think that it's so compelling? Compelling's a strong word, but I know what you're saying, right? <laughs> But, right, more people stayed up after midnight to watch the end, this final frame of snooker, than watch Princess Diana's yeah. funeral. Right. <laughs> <laughs> than watch a dead person get carried down and <laughs> <laughs> it's <in his> church. <laughs> yeah, I see what you're saying. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> both compelling events I mean, compelling compelling Elton John sang it <laughs> <laughs> oh, I <laughs> felt John that. would have chimed <laughs> into to the 1985 World Snooker Championship <laughs> 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 I'm sure there's a few people in that crowd getting their pocket watches still out still standing <laughs> <laughs> you're like Kiki D out at that point as well <laughs> 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 I suppose for the Australian crowd I've, I've got to admit I, although it was 18.5 million people stayed up to watch this and that's very impressive Sadly, more people did watch Scott and Charlene get married in Neighbors. So, <laughs> so, you know, he swings around about. Yeah, <laughs> definitely swings around about.